Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Friday, February 17th. You made it to the week. And thank you so much for joining us today. My name's Homer Lopez. It's Fish Friday. If you go out to your favorite restaurant, all the fish you can eat all night long, go get them, is what I say. But what do we do here? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's so easy. Give us a call, 1-800-951-0592. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's that easy. Point and click. Look at the products. Buy the product. We deliver the product to you. Get it to you one way or another. And then you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable. Well, we don't tell you what to think. No, we don't. But we certainly give you something to think about. All this information, all of this show, all of the website, all the blogging, all the Twitter that is happening within this organization just to keep you in the know is brought to you by the CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the man behind the show. Joe! Happy Friday, man. How are you on this special Fish Fry Friday? Fish Fry, is it special? I didn't know. Every Friday. Well, I know that. I just was, is it is special today, or is it just... They don't serve the Fish Fry Friday any other day. Any other day. It's on you, Friday. It's on Friday, right, man. It's got to be Friday. It's like a holiday that we never know who made it up. <laughs> like something that, you know... Yeah, who does make up this they stuff? Just like it's it. National This Day or National That it's Day. It's National Beer Day. It's International right. Waffle House Day. Who decides Day. this stuff? I, I think, uh, you know, Obama might have put somebody <laughs> in charge of making up committees, you know, or, you know. This I don't is, know. This is going to be a special show because it's going to play more than once. Uh, the, don't all your shows play more than once? Well, this it's President's Weekend, so we will not be open on Monday. How about that, yeah, everybody? So. Congratulations. Not only did you make it to Friday, but you get an extended weekend. Extended weekend, a three-day weekend. Uh, so, so this show will play again on Monday. The markets are closed. Uh, we are closed as well. You know, we don't tell you what to think, but I, I will tell you this. I wish I could. Do you really wish you could yeah, tell people yeah, what to yeah, think? Yeah, if I could, I'd be telling you, buy all you can, because the world has gone absolutely crazy. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Patriot Trading One. Follow us on SoundCloud for our Facebook, uh, our blog sites up there. You can follow us on Facebook. I don't know if you follow like us. I don't know. Like, follow. I'm not sure. You can actually Point, do click. both on sure. Facebook. You can like and follow. If you follow us, all that means is we're going to show up in your feed. There you go. If you like us, you like us. And we appreciate every like button. That I comes. like to be liked. Why not? Why not? It means the alternative. Ah, you know what? being unliked. I'm here to tell you it depends <laughs> on your posture and your personality and self-esteem because Donald Trump don't care. Yeah, that's, uh, I'll leave that for other people, but wow. His, I will say this. If you hadn't seen his little press conference, you might want to check it out. It's it's highly entertaining, and I will say this: I actually uh, had the whole gamut of emotion, from laughter to I thought it was glorious, to, to incredible, to wow! I can't believe that the president of the United States is doing I, that. But I saw a video yesterday, and it had nothing to do with what it said, but it had to do with all of his team's reactions. They were. <laughs> Joyful and gleeful. It was hilarious. Anyway, so anyway, we move on. We, we move on. We move on. Got a fantastic show. I, I'm going to tell you right now. 
You know, we've had a lot of economic reports out this week, nothing really today. But having said that, a lot of things, as we've been distracted, right, as we've been paying attention in other places, a lot of things are working, especially when it comes to really our money. Uh, the states are now starting to plot against us. We're going to talk about that, what they're going to do. Uh, now it, it's almost, we're getting close. To, it's not all the states yet, but 38 of the 50 states, and my guess is uh, the other 12 are right behind. They just haven't made announcements. We're going to talk about that. They're out there. Don't worry, though. They're going to help us. And then another, you know, and it's just amazing when you start putting together the, the facts of what has happened to this country. It is incredible what it is that they've, you know, and I don't know how we got there. I, I say they, you know what, we, uh, as citizens, you have to hold yourself accountable as well. Uh, but shocking, and really, I was shocked, and I mean, that's hard to do, talking about how much debt we... Uh, Something the world has never seen is happening right here in America. Talking about the 65 and older crowd and what has happened. And, and, you know, this was going to be the glory years, right? You know, all the commercials, you know, you're going to go out and have your vacation home and your regular home and and you're going to, you know, have go on vacations and you take the grandkids with you, right? You, you, you take the whole family and, and it was just going to be wonderful and you could have an RV and drive around and all of these great things that you were going to be able to do. And instead of that, we now find that the, well, it's almost now, we're almost right at the 50% level have nothing to show for their their whole entire lives but debt. And then we're going to talk about how big that problem is, and then what about the people that are right next to retirement? And how are they doing? And how much money do they have? And how much debt do they have? And then you start to think about, wait a minute, if the oldest portion of our population is piled on in debt, And our youngest, right, the millennials, are piled on in debt. And everybody in between is piled on with debt. What does that say about what is going to happen here in the United States as far as economically, socially, and all of these other things? We're going to talk all about that next. Retirement. This is what I've been working toward. Retirement. Mine's here from this day forth. It's a gift this heaven sent. My time's my own to be well spent. Yeah, retirement is my reward. I can do what I want or just be bored. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Call us 1-800-951-0592. So, Joe, you're talking about our... 
Well, I see people getting older and older that have no retirement, but what they're taking to their grave is plenty of debt. So, you know, what's funny is, you ever heard that saying, you can't take it with you? Right. Are they living it? <laughs> Are they living it? Living it to the max. You know what? I've got a credit card with a $20,000 limit. I'm 65. Guess what? I'm spending every penny. And, and here's the thing, though. Now that what they're finding out is they have no pennies to spend. Well, and this is the problem. Here it is. I mean, Janet Yellen can can come up with all the great economic models she wants, right? And they can come and they can talk about tax cuts and they can talk about creating jobs and they can talk about all this great stuff. They can't. Just talk. Here's the reality. This is, and, and like I said, even I didn't realize how bad it got. People in the United States, ages 65 to 74, and this puts you in the, uh, the early stages of the baby boomers, and then a few of those, you know, the 74s, I think you're, you're I don't know if you're technically a baby boomer at that age. What comes after, what comes after baby boomers? Before that, I don't know what they call them, regular people. And then there's the baby boom generation. But, but close enough. Oh, pretty much the beginning of the retirement of the baby boomers. Okay? 65 to 74 now hold more than 500% more borrowing obligations, i.e. debt, than Americans their age held 20 years ago. So I want you to think about this, okay? Because really, you know, let, let's, let's just put all of this into context. We started the great debt generation, really, after closing the gold window. Right, the United States debt was four hundred billion dollars. Uh, most of the companies uh, took care. You know, you're an employee for life, right? And they all gave out pension plans and all of these things, and life was good. And then the whole debt bubble started, and they they made all. Right, we had the Wall Street debt market start exploding. Right, what did they do? They got rid of every. You know, now no one offers pensions. You know, they're all trying to figure out a way to to get rid of what they had left. And then it all started crashing, didn't it, in the late nineties? Right, the tech bubble burst, and really, you know, we had some some little bumps along the way. Right, you know, the '87 crash wasn't so great, and then you know we had a little dip there in the early '90s. Uh, but then they claimed victory, right, uh, when Bill Clinton was president, and you know we ran a couple of fake budget surpluses. Remember, right, and then it all blew up, and they've claimed that they fixed these blowups twice now, right. We fixed the tech blow-up. Matter of fact, 
I mean, look at the NASDAQ today. NASDAQ is finally higher than what it was, you know, 18 years ago by a couple hundred points. In the financial crisis, right, they, they, they allegedly fixed that. So how did they fix it? Have you ever thought about how did they fix it? And the answer really is they fixed the debt bubble with more debt. Right? Somehow, go back 20 years. If you went back 20 years ago, we had just ran a fake budget surplus. And I say fake because the national debt actually went up. But, you know, they don't count everything, so so they pretended that it went down. It didn't. But that's okay. It really is when you think about it. So let's just say it was near zero. Is that fair to say? Near zero. Now it's a trillion dollars a year, every year. A trillion. And growing. That's the national debt. Then you start looking at the population. And we know, we've talked about, like, the student debt, the credit card debt. And again, let's go back to the 70s when all of this really started. Right? The Federal Reserve finally got their wish, and we went complete fiat currency and they try to tell you that there's no inflation and all of this stuff hardly anybody even had a credit card just really didn't exist right now credit card debt is huge it's over a trillion dollars a car loan, a new car, a couple grand. The longest new car loan you ever heard of was three years. Right now it's, what, seven, eight years? Student loan debt didn't even exist back then. Now, It's the fastest-growing debt segment percentage-wide the world has ever seen. Well over a trillion dollars. And today, the data says people ages 65 to 74 are now carrying 500% more debt in 20 years. Right? Think about it. the national debt went from five trillion to twenty trillion. <laughs> right? Personal debt actually went more than that. Percentage wise, it's actually worse than that. And paying it off won't be easy. Median saving. How much money do they have? For US household nearest retirement age has fallen 32% since 
in just the last 10 years, the median amount, $14,500. You know, you think about, how is this really going to end? Every year these boomers retire. Right? Oh, more debt. Less income, more debt. Less income, more debt. Less income, more debt. And it says that the, for the this is the first time where we've seen such a high degree of debt held by people at such a late stage of life. It's never happened. Ever. And I want I want to point this out. Because again, I've been talking about they have these economic models that say this and that and right. One of the things that they don't have in these models is the debt. Older Americans now have more credit card debt than younger people for the first time in history. Right? Older people aren't supposed to have credit card debt. Right? Now they have more credit card debt than anybody. It says a reversal from the past, according to uh, the data provided by the AARP. The total number of student loans held by people 65 and older is accelerating faster than the general population. If you have all of this debt, that means you can't go out and spend your money on other things. Right? We've become enslaved to these debts. There are conflicting theories about the impact of growing senior debt. And I and I and I took this out. By the way, this is a story in the just so you know where it's coming from, the Wall Street journal there was a little small box on the front page but the story is really on a9 of today's wall street journal and i want you to read and this is why we're where we're, we're i believe we are where we're at is the federal reserve is run by a bunch of you know econ, uh, economists Right? They're, they're run by people that have no real-life experience, academia and academics. They say there are conflicting theories about the impact. There is no conflicting theory. The impact is not good. We have more debt than ever before, and yet our, our, our retirement savings has fallen 32%. Those are facts. Some economists say they aren't worried. <laughs> what? Be worried? And let me tell you why they're not worried. Because older Americans traditionally, you know, if you look back in the past, they have a lower default rate than the general population. Which used to be true. 
Why did they have a lower default rate than the general population? Because most of them didn't have any debt to default on. But this is it. This is what they do. I, I, you know what, what kills me is no one wanted, apparently no one wanted to put their name to that one. You it know, doesn't have an author to that article? No, 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 I meant on this, this line about these economists that aren't worried, right? They, they didn't want to put their name on it because they know that, well, idiotic. If seniors work past typical retirement ages, they will earn more wages to tax have more disposable income, and gain a few more years to bolster their nest egg. See, that's all you need. Just a few more years. You're a few more years. 65. I know you got all this debt. You're only 65. You're on the tail end of it all. Let's just go earn some more. And so now, so now think, I just want you to really think about it. All of these millennials record amounts of debt. People the age of 18 to 30 have more debt today than ever before. Now we find out, hey, people 65 and older have more debt than ever before. Hey, people 30 to 64 have more debt than ever before. And then you start thinking about, well, who's left? Right, all the pe- the only people left are the ones that they legally can't put into debt yet, which is what the kids. What's the first thing that happens? Now I know a lot of you. I haven't experienced it yet, uh, but you know, this next year, this my 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 oldest son's going to be a senior in high school. What greets you at every college campus in the country? You guessed it, right? Credit card company everywhere. Right? Load them up. Payton Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Hyatt. The left wants to paint the firearm debate as a complicated academic exercise with no right answers and no clear solutions. In reality, firearms can be logically and statistically shown to deter crime and protect life. The issue is only as complicated as you want it to be. For instance, those on the left do not believe that law-abiding citizens can be trusted to handle firearms responsibly. They favor government regulation over individual choice. Gun control advocates paint a picture of private gun ownership leading to an all-out war zone in the streets. However, history has shown that an armed citizenry does not lead to the vigilante justice of the Wild West. Geographically speaking, gun violence is actually more likely to occur in urban areas with strict gun laws. Cities like Chicago, Detroit, and Washington, D.C. have some of the strictest gun laws in the country. They also have some of the highest crime rates in the country. The key to stopping gun crime is not to take away guns, but rather to give law-abiding citizens the option of arming themselves. As Thomas Sowell pointed out in an article for the National Review, 
Concealed guns protect not only those who carry them, but also those who do not. If concealed guns become widespread, then a mugger or a carjacker has no way of knowing who has one and who does not. It makes being a mugger or a carjacker a less safe occupation. Gun control laws are, in effect, occupational safety laws. OSHA for burglars, muggers, carjackers, and others. Well, studies from the U.S. Department of Justice and the Pew Research Center confirmed this logic. The studies concluded that violent crime declined dramatically over 18 years. Gun-related homicides dropped by 39% from 1993 to 2011. In contrast, guns are flying off the shelves faster than ever before. Clearly, more guns does not mean more gun crime. It is time to see past the liberal lies and start paying attention to the facts of the gun control debate. Law-abiding citizens need to defend their right to bear arms using the ammunition of reality and reason against liberal fantasy and fiction. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The Constitution is clear. No matter how much propaganda liberals spread, the ability to purchase, own, and carry a firearm is a fundamental right for law-abiding citizens. To share your viewpoint on gun control, go to pseagles.com and join the blog conversation. That's pseagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Get it together. Listen, it's real simple. Why there's no growth? Everybody's broke. They've loaded it up. This is what they wanted, right? This was exactly what they wanted. Ah, we'll just bring rates to nothing, and people will borrow more than they should. Nobody spends money better than an American. I mean, we're the experts. If we can finagle a long weekend, you know how many people are going to try to take a long weekend this weekend? Right? Because they got that extra day off, and they're going to juggle. You know what the... Okay, we got 500 bucks on this card. We got $300 on this one. We got 200 bucks in, in our checking account. Let's go. We'll make it work. And it's at every single level. The second you're old enough, you are bombarded. Right? And for a lot of people, they already know, well, I'm already going into debt before I even walked on campus. I filled out my financial aid paperwork, and I filled out my student loan paperwork. And as soon as I start moving into the dorms, there's going to be people, there's going to be tables everywhere, and I'm going to get a free T-shirt or a beer koozie or who knows what. How it works, man. And they get you started. And they they keep trying to say they fixed it. This is their fix. Savings down 32%. Debt up 500%. You tell me what economic model that says we're going to have great growth. And now, Janet Yellen's claiming, oh, now I'm going to raise the rates on all of your debt. Now that I got you all loaded up. Is Wall Street going to save you and all the, come on. 
But here's the great thing. The greatest buying opportunity, 20 years. I said probably longer. I just don't know because, you know, it's our 21st year in business. We've never seen anything like it ever. So for the third day in a row, you're going to be able to buy U.S. $20 Liberties not at $150 over spot, right? $120 over would be, that'd be a pretty good price. $100 over spot. You're like, that's a fantastic price. And now you're talking today, because right now gold's $1,238. Twenty dollar liberties are fifty seven dollars over spot. Fifty seven dollars. I mean you're practically buying it with the miners get for it coming out of the ground. Right? Think about if you're you're uh Newmont mining today. Right, and you're bringing some of your gold to the market. Right, and they, they bring them to the market, and let's say it's a Comex delivery bar, and it's 400 ounces. Right, and you're only paying $58 more than that. It's incredible. They're $1,295. And I, I'm going to tell you what, I went through all the orders, and we, we've had some great orders over the last several days. You know that nobody's bought 20 or more? Nobody. So if you buy 20 or more, I'm going to take another 10 bucks off. And I'll throw in the shipping at 20 or more. So at 20 or more, you can buy them at $47 over spot, which would be $1,285 which would be 25700 bucks, and I'll pick up the shipping. But either way, 1 through 19 at $57 over spot or $1,295, 20 or more at 1285 and I'll throw in the shipping at 800-951-0592. And, you know, just to kind of put it in perspective, you're talking about, you know, a few percentage points, three and four percent over the spot price. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. And you have this this whole, really, this whole segment where everybody's frozen, right? And we're going to unfreeze these markets and allow you to take advantage and be able to get more prepared. Because I'm telling you right now, I already know how it ends, and so do you. This debt bubble is bursting. People are out of money. I mean, think about it. Think about if you're in your 70s, right? You're in your 70s, and you're sitting there going, well, uh, oh, I got to write out my credit card. Uh, payment bill. Oh wait, I, I, then I got to write out my student loan 
<laughs> I got my student loan debt. Oh, yeah, and I got my mortgage. And then, oh, wait a minute. I've got my car debt. I got my cell phone bill. My cell phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> my Netflix account. <laughs> I've got my gaming card account. I know Janet Yellen says there's no inflation, but my Social Security check is out. And if that wasn't enough, the states are going to help us all out. States are moving ahead with efforts to step uh, to step up retirement saving plans for private sector workers. They said that we have passed legislation and will have the authorization to do this. The state said that they're going to make sure that they can go forward with this significant program. Eight states have already enacted retirement savings programs without for people without access to a workplace plan. Another 30 states are in the works to making similar measures. Again, this is coming from the AARP. It is estimated that 55 million full and part-time private sector workers in the United States lack access to retirement plans. That's over 33% of the entire workforce. What's the significance and why are the states offering to help you. We'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We have one phone line open. Just stay on hold. Uh, we'll get to you in the order that you call. Just be patient. Uh, with the, the special today, again, just historic decade low pricing U.S. $20 Liberty gold pieces and this is what we sell this is our bread and butter this is where we tell you to be at private legal lawful constitutional tender you can sell it trade it buy it and you don't have to worry about being 1099 right it is considered to be a collectible but you don't pay those collectible type prices uh, they're twelve ninety five, which is fifty seven dollars over spot. If you buy twenty or more, twelve eighty five, and we'll throw in the shipping at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And now we find out today, thirty eight states are getting ready to help us. How are they doing it? Well. Five states have already done it. California, Oregon, Illinois, Maryland, and Connecticut require employers to deduct as much as $5,500 a year automatically from employees' paychecks for deposit into an individual retirement account run by the state's pension system. And these are for anybody that that does not offer a plan. Now, 
You can opt out, at least for now. But you're automatically going to be enrolled in those five states. Three others are getting ready to do it, and another 30 are in the works. And one of the things that they're saying is, hey, listen, so many more people now don't have access to it. Think back to what I was talking about earlier. Forty years ago, you went to work for a company, and you worked there pretty much your whole life if you wanted to, and you retired with a pension. Most people don't know this, but you know the 401K? Do you know what that was really built as? It wasn't built for your retirement vehicle. That's how it's sold now. You have your 401K to supplement your Social Security. What you don't have is your pension anymore. See, Social Security was supposed to supplement the pension, and then your IRA, your 401K anyway, was just supposed to be, what, a supplement to the supplement. Nobody ever intended for that to be your main way of generating retirement money. Why? Because the stock market's dangerous. That's why. Right? It continually wipes people out. And now... They've turned it into what? This this is the main way for you to save money. And now we're finding out, as this new, new economy that Janet Yellen doesn't want to acknowledge, more and more people are getting jobs without this option. And now the states, unfortunately, want to step in. Of course, why do they want to step in? And the answer is very simple. Think about the states that have already done it. Let's just go through the list. California. Huge huge pension problem. Oregon. Same thing. Illinois. Maybe the worst in the country. Right? Maryland. Connecticut. All of these states have one common thing in problem. that they have together, which is they don't have the money for their pension. And where is this money going? They're not putting it into some separate little account. They're handing it over to their pensions. Right? So they can pretend to be able to pay out these other people with the money you put in there. And you start to really get a grasp if the consumers are broke. Listen, we've never been this in this much. As a matter of fact, all these reports breaking all over the place. Hey, consumer debt is back to where it was right before the recession hit. Here's the problem with that. Median income down. Retirement income, right? Retirement, I should say, retirement savings. That's down not a little bit. That's down big. 
not to mention, and I know they say there's no inflation, all the inflation that's been added in the last 10 years. And you really start to get a picture of how unpayable all of this really is. And you start to get the the understanding of why this recovery isn't working, why the business models of the Federal Reserve aren't working. You know, they, what is the you can't get blood out of a rock. You only can get what people have to give. And as soon as they've given all they have, you can't get anymore. And that's really the whole state of the entire country right now. One huge giant debt bubble. 800 $20 gold, historically low premiums. Take advantage. Final segment of the week coming up. Final segment of the week. Uh, the Dow was down 65 points. Starting to get a little bit nervous. Uh, gold's pretty much unchanged, $1,238. Uh, same with silver. Silver's at $18.05. I've been telling you really now for the better part of a year what's coming next. And it's not deflation. And it's not inflation. No, it's going to be more like stagflation. When the cost of living rises faster than your paychecks do, year after year, eventually that becomes a big problem. For quite some time, we've been talking about what? The shrinking of the middle class. Right? When you look at the, the country now versus 20 years ago, there's a few more uber-rich. There's a whole lot less middle class, and there's a whole lot more people at the bottom. Every month, tens of millions of American families struggle to pay the bills. And most don't even understand the economic forces that are putting them in this predicament. I want to just, and I know I'm kind of running out of time here, but the amount that things have gone up in the last, just the last 10 years, it's incredible. And even with the substitution, you know, you look at meat prices as an example. You know that uncooked ground beef's up 43%. So the Fed says, well, you'll just buy less ground beef and you'll buy more pork. Well, pork's up 33%. Well, if you don't buy more ground beef and you don't buy more pork, you'll buy more chicken. Only problem with that is, is, chicken prices are up 33%. And, well, if you don't buy meat, you buy vegetables, you buy fruits instead. Right? And, and then you start looking at all the and fruit prices, miscellaneous processed fruits and vegetables up 34%. Canned vegetables up 35%. Right. Well, 
If you don't buy meat and you don't buy fruits and you don't buy vegetables, you'll buy pasta. Right? That's what we'll all do. You'll just go out there and buy pasta. Don't worry. Rice, pasta, cornmeal, up 40%. Bread's up 39%. I mean, apples are up 37%. I know. If you don't buy pasta, you don't buy ground beef, you don't buy chicken, you don't buy pork, we'll all buy hot dogs. Up 36%. And the list just goes on and on. You think about your rent, think about mortgages, you know, think about all of the things that every time you turn around, health care costs, right? Homeowners Association, the water bill, the electric bill, Right? The cell phone bills, everything's the same. And yet they come out and say there's no inflation. Now the problem is we don't have wage growth and inflation's coming. Well, let's face it, it's already here. 800 951 0592. $20 lives, $12.95. Buy $20 or more, $12.85. Everybody take care. We'll be back on Tuesday.